Welcome back to the Unpleasant Thoughts Podcast. It's your boy Slider Guy, no lie. Shampoo, aka Big Shampoo. Man, we got another very, 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 very special guest, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell them to go ahead and find you at. Uh, Spike New I'm on Instagram, Spike underscore new. Check out the website at spikenew.com. All right, Spike New, man. Appreciate you coming through. That's a ride. That's, that's a ball already did. That's a ball already did. <laughs> man, go ahead. We're going to go ahead and use how we start off. Uh, go ahead and tell us how you got into it and where you grew up at. I grew up in Oxon Hill. Um, I got, I've been doing music for a long time. I've been doing music production. So I was doing some producing for some of my homies that was doing records. And I just, you know, was trying to lead them in the right direction. Sometimes, you know, people don't want to listen. They want to do things their own way. So mm-hmm. one day my man was like, yeah, man, you be always saying this and that, but you, you can't do this shit, bro. And I said, bro, I can do this shit. And he said, no, nah, you can't do this shit. Oh, so he's kind of, to the critique was like, man, I ain't trying to hear you. You ain't doing it. Yeah, but I, but I had the experience because I had been working with industry artists, you know what I'm saying, working with, you know what I'm saying, different labels, doing things. So I started to see what it take, and I'm like, all right, this is what we need to do. Anyone listen? So now, like three albums later, and I just still talk to him sometimes. be like, yeah, you, you still think I can't do this shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that's how I started. I wasn't even supposed to be doing this well, shit. So when, the, when did music first begin, though, like? Like introduced it to it, like. In, in I, saw, I played in a lot of go go bands, stuff like that. So I like what, keyboard, keyboard. What age you started keyboard? Probably like eleven. Okay. I was a lead mic first. I had my first show at the Culture Club. I got up there and froze up, and then I went to the keyboard. But the music shit has just always been easy to me. You know what I'm saying? I mm. know I could do it, but I just ain't never do it. Okay. But I knew I could do it. So many of my men was doing things. So I'm always the nigga in the back. Like yeah, what you need to do? You know what I'm saying? Be that guy. Yeah. I like that guy more. So do you feel like that first moment of, you know, that froze moment was like, you know what? I'll go ahead the background. I'm good with that. I'm good with the stage. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. It ain't easy when you feel that energy, you know, everybody eyes on you. Trust me, I know the same way. It's like when you play sports, you're like, well, I'm going to stick. Everybody hate you. Well, I'm play everybody love. You know what I mean? Did that make you fall about like, Oh, that froze moment, it might not be for me. Nah, that moment, I mean, that moment, you know, we was young. We was like 12, 13 years old. So that froze moment, what it really did was, it was like, yeah, all right, nigga, you froze up. Now we got to get somebody else. So you need to learn how to do something else if you still want to be a part of this. Or, you know what I'm saying? So just like that, just me and my men, we was young. And they was like, nigga, they already was hating. They didn't want me to do it anyway. But I had put it all together. So once I froze up, I was just like, all right, fuck it, I'll go do something else. So, um, yeah, um, how would you describe your style, like, far as your music now? I think I got, I think I got, I don't really have, everybody asks, like, you know what I'm saying, who would you compare yourself to, or, you know, this and that, and I don't really think that I got, like, no comparison, or nobody that I really rap like, because the shit that I rap about is what I'm going through. I don't know what another nigga going through. So, I would just say it's some, I would say that it's, it's on a borderline between conscious and things for females okay. like that. If I had to just, because those are the two things. I don't think it's conscious, but I'm talking about something. Yeah, you got a message, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it, it's given to you in a way that's, you know what I'm saying? That's that. And then what people hear, they perceive it. They could put it in whatever category they want. But I'll leave that for them to do. Okay, so like the journey from, can you break it down for the people who want to know the journey? Like this journey, I'm just thinking like you said, from the age of 11 and 12, you know, you got your first step into it to all the way now. Do you, like, how long was you in uh, in, in the trenches and behind the scenes until you started to get to the rap? Man, I played the keyboard my whole life until I was probably like 20. Okay. And then I started, you know what I'm saying, just dibbling and dabbling with different things, you know what I'm saying? 
So the music shit really just happened. Like I started doing it as I was producing and making little short films and just doing things like that in the music shooting video. And the shit just happened just like that. I was producing probably for like two or three months and then the shit just happened. Oh, well. it, was, it just happened just like that. One of those pop sensations. Yeah, because it was just like, it was like, damn, all right, we're going to do it. So I did my first song March 4th last year. So, like, the, the concert is on March 4th. This one year. Now, one anniversary. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. One so, like, I seen you did, like, Got the keyboard inspiration from being in church. Did that come from church? Yeah, church. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Everybody got dad was in the church. Yeah, you got to do that because, you know what I'm saying, grandma would make you go to church. I feel like it's better to be, you know what I'm saying, doing that than just sitting in church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you got yeah, and sitting there like, I don't even want to. <laughs> you was making, you playing the keyboard at church, you going to get some paper. So, you know what I'm saying? That's a job for a nigga that ain't tracking, you know what I'm saying? I heard a lot of people say that. When I was looking at it, I think of the keyboard, man, just playing keyboard for the, you know, just for the congregation, just doing the Lord's bidding, you know? <laughs> that, I was kind of into that. I'm a real spiritual person, so I really was like, I was like the music minister when I was doing it. Okay. And so, it was like, it was real important to me. So, that was just, you know, I was young, man. Some people just got it. Like yeah. That. It's just be, and that's just a time in your life, and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes... The things last, and sometimes it's just a, a season where you do it. And but you also took a trade from that, you know what I mean? You took yeah. a, you know, that, that, that inspiration from keyboard and yeah. that, the air from music. Yeah. yeah. for sure. I think that that shit is something that you like born with, though. Like, mm. some people just got that in them. It's just what's going what's going to transpire in your life that's going to wake it up or bring it got up. Got you. Got to hit a potential. Yeah. yeah. Is there a particular moment um, when doing the music that you um, realize that it's something that you really want to do? And that's something that you just was trying. The first song that I made, I knew. I knew everybody was in the studio like, damn. And I'm like, yeah, damn, let me hear it again. He played a couple times. And then everybody was just like, okay, all right. It was like a one-off. Mm. But then I started going to the studio every day. Now I'm in there twice a day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going in there in the morning, come back at night. So then people started to take it serious. Then they started to see the music. And they started to hear the shit I was saying. And they like, nah, bro, you got at least do an album. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool, we'll do an album. Then I finished the first album, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to start working on the next album. He like, bro, this album ain't even come out yet. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to do another one. And then I finished that one, and was like, man, I'm going to do another album. So that fire was lit. That yeah. fire, that that was like, shh, before you even tell me to do it, I'm already on it, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because you got to think, I'm like, I spend a lot of time on the road. Like, so, you know, when I'm out in different cities or I'm traveling, doing whatever I'm doing, working, I'm in the room. A lot of times, I don't, I don't really play too much of the scene. You know what I'm saying? About my business, I go in the city, I tap in on people, I need to tap in with, I do what I need to do, and then I try to be productive. So a lot of them nights in the room or days or, you know what I'm saying, sitting on a plane in the airport, a lot of that shit just was time that I just took available to just, you know, look for producers, meeting people, writing, just all that stuff. So it was a culmination. I'm always ready okay. because of those moments. All right, let's see. Uh, now that you expanded like into making music, do you have a uh, favorite aspect as far as music? Like my favorite, my favorite, and least favorite part is finding the beats. I love finding the beats and going through that process. I was gonna ask him a question like but that. But that shit is 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 nerve wracking because it's hard to find good producers, especially when you got a specific sound. You know what I'm saying? Then. You know, these dudes, some of them don't do their business right. And, you know, the business is first for me. Like, make sure you got your BMI. Make sure the beat clear. I don't want to hear nobody else on it. No so tag I, in that yeah, joint. <laughs> I hate that process. 
But the number one thing that people always say about my music before they say anything about the actual lyrics or anything, they always say, I love the beats. So it's my favorite thing to do, but I hate it because it's such a long, drawn-out process. It takes a lot of time to find the right people that you want to work with and then to find the right beats that you want to use to, you know what I'm saying, correlate the story that you're trying to tell. Yeah, I'm going to bounce off of that too, right? So having the musical ear, knowing you can make your own beats, you know right. what I'm saying? Knowing you can be like, you know, put that to the, you know, keyboards. You can, mm-hmm. you can play a thousand sounds from a keyboard, you know what I'm saying? It's not just a piano, you feel mm-hmm. me? You can turn to a sax, a drum, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So do that musical ear and that, you be like, you know what I'm saying? Do that conflict with your inner artist? Like, man, I like the beat, but let me, could I could I add that key here? Could could you tap that a little bit more here? Because that, that might fit me a little better. Could you yeah. drop that here, you know? I mean, it's it been some times where certain producers, like my man Yodi, he produced a lot of things for me. So if it's somebody that I know personally, I tell them, nah, take that. That's the one who did a slab flow? Yeah. I think Yodi did, yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, oh, that's a smooth beat. Yeah, yeah so I, I tell Yodi, hey, you playing an A-flat major chord right here. Can you make that a diminished or something like that? But I got that reach with him. Mm. Other producers that I don't really know personally, I just find a beat that I 100% like and just leave it at that. Because I'm a perfectionist. So if I really get into going back and forth and trying to reconstruct the beat, we'd be able to change the whole beat. And then it's just... This ain't even done that yeah. original. <laughs> some people just don't have the, the dedication to really put that much time into it to really... Go that deep for it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They make a beat, they make a hundred beats, you know what I'm saying? But I just try to, I try to stay only rapping because if I go too deep into other things, I'm gonna overdo it. You think I so? Might, I think I end up making my own beats at some point. Yeah, I, was, I feel like that's like one of those things a lot of artists tend to do. You sometimes you know, or you usually find like an in-house producer. It's like you got a guy you already got connection with, right. so you can just keep building that chemistry. Yeah. yeah, the the producer I work with, my man Slab, but he don't make the beats, he just engineer for me. So okay. we be having to go through, we be going through these dudes. Y'all producers be really weird, I want y'all to know that. Hey, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what the, uh, what's called, so he said, uh, engineering and producing, two different things, I ain't yeah. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I engineer my own stuff, like, I just sit in the chair and get the mic and record my own stuff. Okay. So, I mean, you don't know why stop the show, but producer and engineer is two different people. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes it's the same person, but... Usually, it, a great beat maker and an engineer is very hard to find a person that got both. Because you don't want to be in the booth and this motherfucker ain't really that good. I like somebody that could, the workflow, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, to be able to just go with it. Yeah, you don't want, and you don't want somebody to keep pausing. Hey, hold on, hold on. Come on, go right quick. Let me fix that up for you. <laughs> because when I stop, I want you to know exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. And it's, some, it's hard to find that person that's versatile in both areas to be able to do both like that. So, it's yeah. just like... Use this person for what they good for, and then do that, and you just stay out of the way. It's cool. Yeah, so like what he was saying, like your sound, I feel like your sound is the person that's listening to it. So I'm saying like it's a lot of uh, artists, and I see you say you don't call yourself a rapper, you're an artist. Right. Because you do a lot of artists, you do the backgrounds, and also you've done like uh, in movies before too, right? Yeah, I'm doing some things for BET. I've done some stuff for a couple of production agencies down in Atlanta. I did some stuff in Cali as far as camera stuff. I still do a lot of editing and stuff like that for people. Um, if they want a music video, the price is up right now. They know because they ain't been coming. <laughs> so, so that's like having that all that into a melting pot of your own. Do you think it make it easier to you know navigate a little bit harder? Because some people be like, all right, he 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 too in too many uh, avenues. I think that people always gonna try to put you in a box. Okay. And I love when they put me in a box because now it's like, look, look at what you look at what you missed out on by hating. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, people don't accept it. It's cool. Some people do. Some people don't. It just it's just all on how much you know me. 
and I say in the bar, man, y'all just don't accept the fact that I'm rapping, but, but I ain't failed yet. I guess you ain't gonna say a nigga made it until I get a lid yet. Like people just, they gonna hold their definition of success for you in their own little perspective. Yeah, for sure. I feel like once you do, you know what I'm saying, once you done did this, you could put one album out, you already did most and more than a lot of rappers do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Saying that you know uh, how to do all those things, do you ever feel like maybe sometimes you are uh, taking on too many things at once or you know how to balance it all? I feel like, I just feel like it's like a gift. I feel like God bless certain people to do certain things. I've always been doing a lot of things. I'm a rapper. I still do the film stuff. I got other businesses that I was doing before that, and I run them all. It's like you get one life. I'm taking every chance to do what I got to do. If it make money and it makes sense, and I can manage it, I'm going to do it. That's it. it don't, you know, my kids and all that type of stuff, it all just work together because it's a lifestyle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's hard work, and that's what I do. Like, I don't have moments where I just ain't got sh nothing to do. I always got something to do. I don't let females get in the way. I don't do, you know what I'm saying? Everything in, that I'm doing in my life got a place. And if it step out of place, I move it. And I put something else back there. This is all to keep me, keep me going. So you got you don't let that really affect your routine or you know your your energy and you know like I say you say you're already very spiritual so if you already know it's not gonna benefit you it's gonna yeah. you know take from you. If it if it if it take away from productivity in my life in any way I get rid of it and I don't even I don't even go back and forth about it okay. and it could be anything it could be a lot of money involved but if I gotta lose peace and then the business ain't right or something ain't right about it I pass up on the money just to keep my you know what I'm saying because it's the it's going to stagnate so many other things that is not directly intertwined, but, you know what I'm saying? So if it's, if it's anything that it ain't right, then yeah, I'll give it up. I'm out of it. That's smart. That's smart. For sure. Let's see. Um, the um, filmmaking thing, um, tell us a little more about that. Like, uh, just like any specific things you got out to check out. So a lot, so when you do a lot of these things with, like the people I did it with, the level I was coming in, I started doing uh, BTS, which is like storytelling. So a lot of that stuff is only for the people that's in the film. Like I did a project for VET, uh, which was for my AO Organics. So I was doing storytelling. That what I did would never come out to the public, and they might use it for editing or in a show. But it's mainly to go to the artist or the person that's in it, because they care more about the BTS and behind the scenes stuff more than they care about the actual project. Mm -hmm. So I've done a lot of things like that. Um, I don't think it's nothing really that's like out, out that like I've been on, but it's a lot of different things because there's so many different roles that people play on a real production. I don't think people understand it. Like your call sheet could be 60 people, you know what I'm saying? And each of them people got a specific job that they got to do that make it work. So it's hard. Um, I, the BET, my L organics. That is that's supposed to come out. It's, it's like so much of this stuff that gets shot, and it's like it never come out. Right. Like people don't understand that. Like it's a budget for it, you get paid for it, but then they pitch it or they take it, and it might not get picked up. So that's, I feel like most people be like, people think if it don't get seen, you ain't get paid type, or you ain't really working. You know what I'm saying? Just because you ain't might seen, it, it's like, oh man, you say you did this and that, this and that. But like, how did that come about? Getting into a BT because BT is a black man myself or something. I grew up on as the yeah, inspiration, just, man. How did that feel? Like, like you got me being a kid watching BT. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, and you're like, shit, I'm about to get a check from BT. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that I really realized that 
like when you hear people talk about, because you always wonder how certain people make it to certain places. Yeah. And it's always just like, when you ask them, sometimes they got this enamored story. And sometimes it's just like, man, this shit just happened. Like sometimes it's hustling and being in the right place at the right time, meeting the right people. You know, if it's meant for you, it's meant for you. It's just going to happen that way. So I went to Atlanta to meet a guy named Will Hustle. That was my first uh, travel job. I was recording Rick Ross for this uh, coalition thing. And I recorded Rick Ross. Rick Ross' manager or whoever on his team came to me after it was over. Hey, I need that memory card. Could have not even been somebody from Rick Ross. But he came, paid me for the car, and took it. And then just networking at that event, I met this person. I met that person. And I was just literally like out of town, staying in hotels, no plans, just going around my camera, shooting stuff. People would see me. And I just met a lot of people. And I met the girl that did the uh, that did the um, creative directing for the Trap Museum. Oh, yeah. Her name Antoinette. I'll never forget. And when I met her, she just was like, Oh, yeah, you do this, you do da 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 da. And then she just started running with it. And like, she introduced me one person after another, one person after another. Because it's hard to find people that could just get up and go and get on a plane whenever you tell them to. Mm-hmm. And I was that's what I was on. So I met a lot of people, you know, messing with her. She, the BET thing was her thing. And then, you know, from there, it's just kind of like when you finish one job, they'd be like, let me get your information. I got da da da. And then they really call you and be like, yeah, I got this. Oh, you gonna be in Utah? Or you gonna be at this place? Or you gonna? I need you to go to Cali, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Get the buddy back, let's do it. All right, that's 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 just like a question I always have from like people that's in that grew up in this area. It's like, do you feel you have to go travel to connect? Because I feel like ATL is always like the the key point that kind of put. The, the people on, beyond like the black mecca yeah. things. Like, you go there, yeah. you, you down and get some work. You bound to get some work. And if you don't know how to hustle down there, you probably can't hustle. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know, Atlanta is a very, very competitive market for arts. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, let's just take the DMV, for example. We don't have the same infrastructure for creative arts here as they do in other demographics. Yeah, somebody told me you only got one creative uh, school for like do editing. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You go to it, but it ain't really the school. It's just. The people, because you got more rappers. So now you got more people who can shoot more videos. You got more events that support these creative type of talents. So now it just, like I said earlier, like it's just what is that one thing that's going to spark it in you to bring it out? Mm-hmm. It's more opportunity to bring those things out there. And then, you know, all of that plays into the infrastructure, how it's, you know, how it comes together down there. So more people help because it's more available. Yeah. Up here, it's like, Oh yeah, I want to be the best, and I want to do everything. I don't want nobody else. To, you don't have that everywhere, so yeah. I, I don't feel like you gotta go nowhere else to do nothing. But what's the point of staying here? Yeah, I I, I do it here. I do all my shows here. I do shows here. I do shows other places. But I ain't I ain't worked this hard just to stay here. Yeah. So I don't believe you gotta go nowhere else. But you want to go somewhere else? Like what you you what you like? What was your intent? Like, do you want the world to hear this? Or you or just, just want, want to be the biggest in the city? You want to be the nigga in this city. Yeah. I, want, I want the world to hear it. It's a message. So I want as many people to hear as possible. So I don't feel like you got to leave. I ain't left. I left to do different things to meet people, but I still come back here. Like, I've been back here for a while now, for at least a, six months, so it's cool. But You got some. you going to go travel again, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be gone again. They, yeah. they, they, they called me. They booked me to something. Out of here. And the, book, and the rap stuff, is, we just now came from Atlanta. And it's like, this ain't even, you know, a year yet. And we already getting those calls. I just got another one for uh, South by Southwest. 
I oh, shout out to that for sure. Another yeah. thing that's in, I think he said Memphis. Look, people calling. So it's just like, they ain't going to just find you if you here. Like, you can't just put the music out on all platforms and put it on YouTube and be like, yeah, I'm here. Nah, you got to really get out and put work in if that's what you want. And if you want to be a local joker, then that's cool. Everybody got their own, you know. Own, own, only one do. Yeah, everybody got their own cap on how they want to live their life, for sure. I say, um, you got like a couple projects out. Um, you want to tell us about those? So my my first project is Terminal B Gate Twenty Nine, and so what I did was That's a hell of a title. Yeah, but <laughs> so this is the the thing with the title It's Terminal B Gate Twenty Nine is out. The layover is out, and uh, baggage claim is out. Okay. So all of my all of my albums are airport themed because. That takeoff, Terminal B, Gate 29, was my first flight that I took mm. and I landed in LAX. So that's where Terminal B, Gate 29 come from. But, you know, when you're going in the airport, you get there and you got to go through security. And then you got to, once you get through security and you get your bags and shit checked, it's like now your trip stop. So then, you know, it's just the whole, the whole process of when you're going to the airport. When you get in the plane seat... Can you look at everything that you've been through before you got in that seat to take off? I was about to say, man, all that other shit ain't matter. I said in the plane, I'm like, I'm about to down this train. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, even, even when you're waiting at board, you know what I'm saying? The airport, I'm about it, to it takes you drink. through a whole, a whole bunch of different emotions. Like, when you first get there, it's like, God damn, I got to go through this. Mm-hmm. I got to deal with TSA. Then when you get in there, pass security check, all your bags gone. Now you got to find your gate, but all right, now you want to get some food first. You know what I'm saying? It's just a bunch of different things that you got to go through. So... It just the journey on this journey itself. Journey, so that's why every every album that I make is an airport thing. Okay. Something about it. because it's a journey. The music is a journey. Every album was what I was living at that time. The stuff that I was going on Terminal B, Gate Twenty Nine, all of that is in it. That was one. That was one takeoff. Mm-hmm. And you got the layover. That was a whole different. You know what I'm saying? Time. And this is all in a year. But you are doing so much moving. It's just like damn. And you start to see that. When you get on the planes, just take off. You don't know what you're going to get when you go where you're going. So that's how I look at it. So those are my three projects I got. And I got a lot of singles. I hella singles. I said, yeah, I, I just listen to one. Like, uh, Do you plan to keep with the theme of yeah. that for future? I don't, play, I don't think I plan on changing it. Okay. I already know what the, what the uh, title going to be the next project already. I got I'm one. Snakes on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes on the plane. I thought about making a song called Snakes on the plane. yeah. Though. Yeah, so yeah, like my pilot's drunk. <laughs> my pilot's drunk. Yeah. yeah. So I heard the uh, sneaky link. How you link up with the uh, the female artists? Because that's kind of a little bit different from from what I've heard from you before. Then. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that yeah it's was, like you say you ain't really dab on the R and B. When I heard that, I was like, oh, she can't. And she came on first, so I was like, okay. Yeah, you yeah. know, sneaky link, <laughs> sneaky link was I knew the girl from um, internet. I've been talking to her on Instagram, just on different lives. I met her like that weird. But she was cool. She um used to be in the go-go world. So I I called her and she came and she like, it was a process making that song. It's a beautiful process, but she ended up, it sounded like I'm pretty much like a feature. Feature, I song. know. Uh, I was like, like, it sounded like it's her song. <laughs> I like, said, she came song, in, she sung the joint, oh, he rapped. <laughs> yeah, so I wrote the song and I gave her the, you know, the words and stuff. And I'm like, yo, you know, I want you to do this. And it was a, it was a thing. But when it was over, I was like, you want this? And she was like, no, you can't have it. But it was it was a process, man. And that right this, I like making music for females. Like, hey, everybody know if you hear Spike New Project, you're going to hear music for females. Because I make music for females. That's a bad ticket. Yeah, I don't make music for females. <laughs> I just want, like, niggas, no. I'm not making music for you. It's a little bit more on this album, but 
I mainly want to talk to the females. Yeah. You know that's a bad of tickets. That song was just, but see, that's my vibe though. Cause I was born in the '80s, so like I like music that you could feel. When I made that song, I felt like you could feel that. It felt like sexy. It felt like cool. It yeah. was like, damn, they all like this shit. You can play this. It's like cool. So it was one of them. And I don't think I'm, I got. That's yeah, yeah, a nice thing. That's dang. I was like, and that's that's I feel like that's kind of also dope. Like you say, even networking things through the internet, you can do it that way these days. You like as long as person saw it through their word. It's gonna happen. It's gonna link. Boom! Like make your contract. It's such a good chemistry. You like shit. You know what? Oh, you want the song? You know what I'm saying? That's how much I fuck with you, and that's how much you killed the joint. Like I ain't. <laughs> she, she like we put her on that track, and she just literally like started and didn't look back. And I was like, I wrote two verses for that song, and it was just like, damn. I don't think I'm gonna need you all this. this. Let me yeah. just say, let me just go, go and get out your way. And she killed it though. So. You know, we collaborated on it. Was a, it was a, it was a nice song. That was my first song that I ever put out. Oh it wasn't yeah, the first one I made, but that was the first one that got out. Okay, so, mm-hmm. how do you uh, usually go about securing your other collabs? You know what I'm saying you had a couple people. I like to work with people that I that I fuck with. I don't like to work with people that just for no reason. Nice like, cause yeah. And then the thing with me is I'm competitive, so I like when work with people that's like gonna give you some smoke. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna destroy you. When you get on a song with me, I wanna be like, yeah. Gee, that's like you say, born in the 80s. People don't think like that these yeah, days. People don't think like that. But, <laughs> I mean, you just say, shit, put my reverse, here you go. Sign yeah, off on it. I got a lot of people that I like, that I, you know what I'm saying, as an artist, I would like to do some work with them. But a lot of times, I tend to work with the people who need a chance, that, that, that need to see how real music is made. And because I know they got the talent. But they might not have the the know how or the resources to really make a song that's like industry ready to come out. So it's some people that I like usually work with is like people that may have already been doing it and just haven't done it like this because I know that they can. And then there's other people that's just like I really want to work with you. Like there's a guy True that I got on the album. I really wanted to work with him. You know, it was in a couple of my homeboys, but it's sort of it's pretty much stay like that. I done reached out to a lot of people. In the DMV, and they, you know, what I'm saying they ain't come, they ain't get come back for them features. And the money is right, everything right. Why you won't get on the side? But it is what it is. A lot of people get sidetracked, man. I feel like a lot of people, like when you try to work with you know different people, you just got to stick to you know people who don't get sidetracked. And that's how I find out learning myself. Sometimes people do forget. <laughs> the sidetrack will come back to haunt you. I ain't forget about it. You know, sometimes realistically, it's like say. I got, you don't really know me like that. You ask me, the next person, everybody know who they is. They ask me mm-hmm. after you, but I'm going to go ahead and take them first. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I might do forget about you after that. Yeah. And it's all good because, you know, the way I look at it, okay, yeah, you don't do that for me. I'm on your ass. And that's, that's just what it is. And then I look at the things that I accomplished, and then I look at what you've been doing, and I'm just like, damn, homie, but like, you could, like, you know what I'm saying? But that's just me. I'm a Scorpio. I'm a spiteful nigga sometimes, yeah. And I was just looking at it like, damn, man, you know, I, we could have kept, when you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, one thing about this area, I always be like, dog, why are you, we all want to make it all right. Mm-hmm. So why, you, I understand the competitive thing, but. You ain't even competing. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you could be competitive, <laughs> but you ain't even. Com- don't just be a hater. Yeah, no, you ain't like, even don't competing. Don't be hating ass competitive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is. That shit be throwing me off sometimes, yeah, but. It be so <laughs> but I say a lot of times, sometimes it be like, but I don't be mainly stem from, I don't know who you are. 
Like, but I don't feel like that's somebody because that reason alone, you don't know who somebody is. Unless they just trash. I, I mean, can understand that. Man. It don't even be that, though, because they could be trash themselves. Man. Yeah, but I, I'm going to tell you, I get a lot of features. My team will tell you, like, we didn't got a lot of jumps. Like, they come through, like, hey, I want you to jump on this. And I listen to it, and I'm just like, there's no way I'm getting on that. There's no way I'm going to tarnish my fucking name. No, like, <laughs> like, I don't even think that I could, like, I don't even think that I could make this better. It is just so many different things because you got trash artists, you got good artists. So sometimes people just send you stuff and it's just like it's not quality. And if that's your reason for passing on it, then I can't, I can't say nothing about that. But I learned a lot. Like also, like I heard, like when people got the talent and like you got the potential, like you gifted, you don't. You don't um have the much dedication as person who don't have it. So right. the person with the dedication might just really pass you. Yeah, they you might because you might be talented, but this motherfucker ain't never give up. <laughs> see, see, like what I mean, some person might hop on that trash song with him because he hot. Regardless yeah. if he trash or not, he hot. So they gonna hop on the song. Mm-hmm. See, but see that don't usually be the case because they gonna clout chase. So if it's hot and they hot, like they, trash or not, they gonna get on it. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. But I mean. It's it's all a, like remember that it's art still you know what I'm saying like we do it that's the reason why you do it or is it that the reason why you do it that's what it come down to so that's facts I mean yeah that's facts that, like, that, 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 like, that ain't why everybody do oh, it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, that's the thing that's the point I'm making I'm, uh, the same way I was asking you like right now but somebody like man you're an artist I got some art for you this is the only one I'm gonna pay you just to be like you're the artist and you're like yeah. nah, I'm not doing that for art <laughs> It's like everything, it, I'm, I'm assuming that every, you know, everybody got their own way of thinking about yeah. things. So, you know, some people a little different than others. But at the end of the road, it's all going to make sense in whatever way and that is. So, how far you make it or how far I make it, eventually, you know, you just have that moment where it's just like, damn, you look back and you can see. And then that's a humbling moment, whether you make it or you don't. But you know, the motivation is to have that moment because I like those teachable moments to come back like, yeah, nigga, you shitted on me, but look at what happened, see? Yeah. But it's just me, though. I know, it ain't just you. I think it's also looking at somebody else in the eye and be like, man, you remember that? And that's it. You ain't got to say nothing. You're like, remember that? That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Especially when I'm coming to you with good business. Yeah. I'm coming to you, I say, what's your fee? What's your price? You know what No saying? bullshit. I ain't coming to you say, hey, I like this artist. Uh, let's work out with this and this and that. I'm already coming with the, here's the, here's the, coming, yeah. the front front. Hey, yeah, all the other shit is after that we connect. If I yeah. fucking vibe with you, I vibe with you. If I don't, it's business done. Let's make a good song. How much it gonna cost you to make a good song? Yeah. And then they want to say a lot of things. Sometimes people think they bigger than they really are, and that that be the whole kill right there. Like you really think that you bigger than you really are, and but you know, it's okay. Nah, that's why I guess. I try to stay away from that thinking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because like there's a lot of people that we met like. You know what I'm saying? They've actually done a lot, and they, you be like, they be so humble about it. So when you say BET, I've done this, I've done that. You know what I'm saying? You don't uh, brag about it, or be boisterous about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Wear it on your chest, like, I've done this, I've done that. You're still mm-hmm. working. Yeah. You got some people who do one thing, but you know who I know? You know? <laughs> you know this? They made that about everything. Everything. <laughs> and, that's, and that's cool. I don't knock them for that, but it's just like, I don't really get too caught up in the clout because I want the money. Yeah. Like if you got if we gonna make if we gonna do something let's get some money, you know what I'm saying. But those opportunities you at the end of the day they still blessings. That ain't have to be you, you know what I'm saying. So I just keep it keep it in perspective that you was afforded that opportunity by the universe. It gave you, it gave you that. So you know what I'm saying. Be respectful of the game. 
and from that perspective. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like, you got the music. You are an actor. You know what I'm saying? You do the background scene. What else are you dab- dabbling or looking to get into? Right now, I'm focused. I'm focused on the music hall. Right? Does it know one thing? Yeah, I'm okay. focused on the music hall. I'm still doing production stuff if it's meaningful, if it's worth it, if it's like a story there that I could tell, or I could help bring to life. I do that. But right now, I'm solely focused on the music. I got one of my homies that um, they make all my clothes and shit. Damage Crown. We do a lot of stuff with the as far as like fashion. He bringing me into that world. It's like making clothes. Like he's making the clothes, obviously. But it's just. You know, seeing that different side. So just like everything life. that's making the music go is all I'm doing right now. Unless nice it's, partnership. Yeah. Put this on while you putting the song on boom boom boom. And it's close. Yeah, <laughs> like if it ain't if it ain't pushing the music right now, I'm probably not doing it. Okay. Like that's just where I'm at. I'm extremely focused on this because it's just like right now this is just where I'm at mentally. You know, the therapy is just like the making music is therapeutic for me, it's helping me. So that's my focus is at right now. I've been doing too much, but if the, if the price is right, <laughs> you can do something else. Just let me know. Do you have a long-term goal with the music, or are you just seeing where it takes you? I would, I would tell people on my team, man, I say, man, if I could put 500 people in a building all over the country, I'd be happy. So every show that we did right now at this point has been like 200, 300 people. This a year in. So... I don't really look to be like famous or like popular for music. Of course, that's like an intangible good that comes with it because of the way that it works. There'd be a lot of intangible bears that come with that. Yeah, too. I, I just want to, I just, you know, I feel like I got a message with my music. And I think that there's people that need to hear that. You know, it's enough of the shooting and the killing and the. I'm tired of that shit. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 all the, the derogatory things with women. You know, I want to be, a, I want to bring storytelling back. So I want to give people music that they can listen to, that they can feel, you know what I'm saying, that they can vibe to. That's, and, you know, the youth could still gravitate to it, and they can still have that feeling, but they don't have to necessarily take the negative, you know what I'm saying, that come with music these days. Mm-hmm. But I think that is always a message, and that's what I'm pushing. I'm pushing my message, who that is, and that's just my goal. Yeah, so I had to tell some of my, you know, the younger people I know, I was like, man... Just being young. I know rapping is a quick way to get it, but I also tell them, hey, man, it's the most dangerous job you can have. Man, what? Just because you ain't got to be that rapper. You just a rapper. Yeah, and, it's, it's, <laughs> and it breathes so much negative yeah. energy sometimes depending on what you're doing. It's also the power of the tongue, too, though. But that's, yeah, that's power not, of the yeah, yeah, see what I'm saying? You have what you say, yeah. so I'm very careful about that. But, yeah, it's just like being a rapper come with a lot, bro. Like now all of a sudden we got to have security guards. Like now, all of a sudden, just the hood you protect you now. The hood won't take you out. Yeah, now, now, everywhere we go, where you got, you can't drive yourself. What, what, we got to try have a black truck, okay, for for the look and for the lifestyle. Because now that's how you move. Because you don't have time to be driving and about to go perform. You just, it's just hard. Yeah. So it's a lot. To come Let me cook this power now, right quick. Uh, get up. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's, if you're doing it, you gotta be focused on it. Okay. It's a lot. So do you, like, as uh, the community of, like, uh, rap, do you feel like there's an age limit on that? Like, no other genre got an age limit. Rap. I don't feel like it is, Rap, man. they feel like rap got a cap. I feel like if you could do it, then you could do it. Gotcha. But I also feel like... Don't be 60 years old, grab a mic. Don't be 60 years old, grab a mic. <laughs> I mean, I th- I, when I started, I'm just like, damn, I wish I would have did this sooner. Took it serious. <laughs> yeah, it took it serious sooner. 
But at the same time, though, I wouldn't have been able to tell the story I'm telling right now. I ain't have the experiences. I had experiences, but not these ones. So I feel like it happened at the right time. Somebody always going to listen. You know what I'm saying? Somebody always been through what you do. It's people that's my age that's that been through what I've been through, and they need that motivation to go get up and start a business. You know what I'm saying? They want to hear about, damn, you done got told no a hundred times when I came back and ran it up. They, they need to hear that. So I feel like as long as you got a message, it ain't no cap on it. But nigga, these to be, be like, be doing something though. Because mm-hmm. at a certain age, it's like, nigga, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Nigga, come on, grandpa, go lay down. It's the same. <laughs> at a certain age, like, I get it. Like, you can start as a hobby, but you, like, got time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I also thought about it like that way too. Like most, most, you know, most people who have careers, you have a career. You got the people that's top. You got the people who just you know. You know what I'm saying? And the people who usually have the one hit wonders. Man, you could travel for one hit forever. Travel one hit forever. For, you ever, like one hit is literally one. Well, I seen when you make a billboard. There's a billboard joint like a hundred people, a hundred. In the that's world. All it takes, <laughs> but it takes so much to make a hit though. That's ridiculous. You gotta be. You gotta have the right song. At the right time. Man, I done heard some stupid yes. songs. La da dee, la da da. La, I had that. I don't even know what that song even mean. I catch myself singing that shit. I wasn't even born. And then you start singing it. Right. Then it's stuck in your head. You can't get it out. Yeah. I think all rappers, they want one of them. It's mm-hmm. hard to make them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. That's definitely dope. Um, You got any messages you want to tell anybody that's looking to step into the game of any of your realms or any of your world? Like, I know for sure it's don't give up, but you know, the youngest. Life is fast, so you know what Life I mean? Life fast, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep your head on the swivel, man. Don't let these women trip you up, man. You know? And stay focused on whatever you want to do. Every day when you wake up, you know what I'm saying? You got a chance to go do something. Make it happen. And whatever you're doing, you got to become that. If you want to be the best drug dealer in the world, you got to stand outside on the corner, run up your clientele. That business model don't change no matter what you're doing. If you want to be the best rapper, you got to stay in the studio. If you want to be the best basketball player, you got to stay in the gym. So whether you're selling drugs or trying to be whatever you're trying to be, you just got to become that and do it all the time. I think that's where they probably get that 10,000-hour rule from. Mm-hmm. As you do something long enough, you're bound to get good at it. Or you just stink. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. Or somebody going to see you, but man, I see you struggling. Come on, let me help you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> just, I would just say, whatever you're going to do, become that. Like, whatever you want to do, become it. If you want to do it, you got to become that. You got to live it. You got to breathe it. And then everything else, it just happens so much easier and smooth when you do it like that. Because otherwise, then you're just fighting yourself. Gotcha. That's dope. I'm going to get into my top five for you, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to jump into a top five places you would love to travel and do a show at. Mm-hmm. You probably already be there. And you know, so don't put yourself in the box. Mm-hmm. You probably already been there or where you want to go. And it's more than United States. <laughs> I want to I do a show in... Canada. Canada? Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's my first one I heard about Canada. You're the first rapper I heard say Canada. <laughs> yeah, because you want to know why it's a different demographic and market. You're first. You're the first one. Yeah. I would like to do something overseas, probably like Africa. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'd like to do Africa just because our people over there. You know what I'm saying? Man, they fucking culture, man. You probably never come home. Yeah, I might not. <laughs> Think about it. I would probably, I would want to do something and I want to do something bigger here. I've done a lot of shows here. I want to do something bigger. What would you 
uh, what would it call a stable to be here? Would you want to like host your own event or everything, have it? Everything I do is my own event. I don't do. Nothing. I told you like, or would you like have your own stable? Like you brought this, this like just brought this little not the venue, but you brought you brought your own parking lot joint and you sold yeah. that out. Or would you want to do like at the Verizon Center, sell that out like an arena I don't type do shit? That, that. Yeah, I got I you. Like <laughs> okay. I like that. But I would do so. You know, realistically, I would like to do like the nine thirty club. Got you. Yeah. You know it was some nostalgia with that joint. Yeah, yeah, because because it take it back to yeah. where we was from, where we came from. So I would like to do that. And the other places, two places I love, I love Texas. I love right. that Houston. Texas. I heard that Houston vibe is Houston. You get stuck down there. I get stuck in Houston. Okay. <laughs> he said, "I've been, I've been stuck before." In Texas hard to come back from every time I've been there. When and then I would say I would like to do something in Cali. If I just had to pick five, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's a good five. Um, then another one, your top five inspiration as musical artists. Cause you just, I know you, your ears way past rap. Uh, Dolph, Drake, um, see, this is, this is, this is where you get. I know there's no favorites, man. No order. <laughs> Kirk Franklin. Okay. Um, I, I like Larry June. Okay. And I would say, uh, Jay-Z. That's probably the most assorted top. What? Yeah, because yeah. you know Kirk Franklin. Man, I say Kirk. No, Kirk Franklin. Franklin stop. I'm like, I can't imagine. Yeah. People do. People turn that to a, a trap song right now. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I still don't think I ever heard Kirk Franklin and Dolph on the same list. Me? Nah, nah. <laughs> but one's a preacher and one was preaching. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but they but look at what they the people that I named okay. I didn't name them based off of their lyrical. Now you blame them. I named based society. off of, yeah the, the you know what I'm saying cultural the, impact the, yeah cultural impact uh, mm-hmm. cultural impact yeah yeah that's and then your top features you would want to have oh shit you ain't got it you know what I'm saying I I, I always do celebrity because I feel like look artists I'm like you left me off the list <laughs> Damn, man. Man, top five like. I always I already tell people, man, if you say you wanna say Drake, I'll be like, man, you don't want that hit. You don't want that hit. <laughs> Drake. Boom. There go one. <laughs> Shit, man. I like to do stuff with more R and B. I would like to do that. So I like some scissor. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Some Ari Linux. Oh shit. I'm gonna, Ari Linux, I wanna collab and make music with women. I ain't really I mean, you niggas is cool. Yeah, fuck. I wanna make music with women. So I would like hot women that can really sing. That's like that's good what they do. I won't make music with them. So I say Ari Lennox, Scissor. I'm gonna say Drake because if Drake you hit, you out of here. You out of here. <laughs> so uh, you can even throw one of them on the same song. That's it, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, man. I'm trying to tell you, I'm just saying, man, we out of here. Um, so many. You got man. Drake, Scissor, Ari Lennox. So many, yo. Mm. Uh, who who hot right now is coming up, man? I don't be like far as like. I'm trying to think. I like Seven Streeter, yeah. Seven Streeter? Yeah, I like the way she that's, sing. She could really sing, yeah. Seven Streeter could she sing. Has, you know she got a giant. You don't know what That's one of the Ty Perry movies? It's not Ty. You talking to you, too. I don't know. You, you, she got a giant with Chris Brown. She, she from throwback shit. Oh, that's from middle school she days. She got a giant with Chris yeah. Brown. Yeah. yeah I, I like doing a with Chris Brown, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah I know what you mean. Seven Streeter, um, she got a fan base. Yeah, but you know she could really sing, though. You like singers. I want singers. You want singer. I want female singers. I know she is now, yeah. I want female singers. If we talk about features, I want to make because them the ones. Like, he said she about to sing. Cut the music off. Uh she she can hold her own. That, that's them songs are the ones that you can feel, you know? 
You ever heard of Lucky Day? Them. Yeah, I, I like Lucky Day. All right. I fuck with Lucky Day. I met yeah. Lucky Day before. Yeah, I say yeah, I feel like that that'd be a dope because he's one that he could he could he could hit this realm and hit some hit some raps, but hit the little swell with you too. Man, yeah. lucky they be doing this thing. Man. Yeah, it's, it's a you know, it's a lot of people that. But he be behind the scenes too for a long time. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of people <laughs> that ain't on, like you know, December and all of like I would love to do work with them. Simba, man, I think you and him like that's that's one of my. Man, it's he, another one. What's the other Marcus Cole? Is that his name? He been snapping lately. He man. from like New York. He be snapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I got, like both. He got of them. the other drink. I know you talking. About. Yeah, yeah. I know you talking. I like about. him and Sim. I like. Them. I feel like we share some common. The lyricists. Yeah, got the got a story with it. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they and they they be coming with that shit. Like I rarely listen to other rappers, but I really tap into them. So I think I would do something with them too. Too. That's oh, my list. Dope. Yeah, I like that list. It's, it's different. There's a lot of names that we haven't heard before. Yeah. So. But that's how you get to know the artists too. You know, yeah. you know we're around there. Like, I dabble mm-hmm. here, I dabble here. I work with everybody, but as long as you know where you're good at and you, like, you got your got your T's and cross your eyes. What, cross your T's, touch your eyes? Cross your T's, touch your eyes? Something like that. T.I., whatever. But like, um, I like T.I. too. That's one of my favorite rappers. Favorite rappers? Yeah, he's a storyteller too with his drives. Yeah. For sure. Um, you guys like to say never one there, everything. Everything? Yeah. From, yeah he he still like, do stand up? Yeah, he, I think he needs to stop doing that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T.I. stop doing keep rapping start rapping again, yeah. He say nobody buy him and shit no more. <laughs> nah, but I think that somebody I think that he better like getting better with the comedy though. Comedy? I think he's right. getting better. He got to, bro. You know? I mean, but you know He's a, he's a funny person, but I think that it's is it's harder to be a funny person. And then go tell jokes. Yeah, nah. Telling jokes and being a, a funny person is two different yeah, things. Yeah, because you could be funny in conversation, but you got to sit up there and talk to these people mm-hmm. and break it down. And sell them some shit. Yeah, and make it, and make it right. That but yeah. I'm pretty sure you had people that say, nah, don't do that. And he was like, all right, I'm going to show you. <laughs> yeah, because see, he that type of nigga like me. Like, he, oh, yeah, you thought I couldn't do it? Watch this boom. Yeah. He be doing some shows. Whether or not he's yeah, funny or not. He still, he still act, too. I just saying, what's the movie, Fear? Yeah, yeah, I think he gonna be on that. I was gonna watch that joint until I seen the ratings, but uh, you know I'm gonna support my people. Yeah, well, I, I, I always gotta give it a try. I, I seen, I seen Wale. That's the one Wale in. Nah, he in the uh, ambulance. Oh, like a horror movie. It star uh, uh, got last Tom, in Tom, it. Tommy from uh, Power. For real? Yeah. Tur- Turns J. Yeah, it's. A- it's a lot of star power. See, them, stars, them, stars, them star power Jones be trash. Yeah, like, but it's I, a horror. I, I only be watching <laughs> a horror movie. Like, the names, like, come on. I was watching it for research purposes. I'm about to do a little movie review thing, but. Yeah. So I just, sometimes yeah. I sit through movies. I just, that one don't even sound like a good one, huh? Nah. The names and then a horror movie? That's, it's big ace, it's like big you know, no, celebrities I in there. I, I, I don't know what the hell I watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salute, so, though. Huh? Salute. Salute. Yeah, hell yeah. Everybody working. You made a movie. It's yeah, out. Everybody watches, but you made that motherfucker. Work right there. It's a, it exists, right? <laughs> I mean, they just only playing. A, they only playing a role that somebody else made for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's in theaters, so you know. You is it theaters too? I, yeah, yeah, it's in theaters. I, mean, I don't. Um, I don't go theaters no more. Yeah, I, didn't watch I don't watch theaters. About my man, don't go. We got to support the artists. We go back to supporting the artists, man. We supporting the artists. No more bootleggers out here in these worlds, man. So I, what? I wouldn't support the bootleggers had I known. <laughs> all right, <laughs> fuck up. So what? They what, artists too. Yeah, they artists too. <laughs> they hustlers. Yeah. What will be your um your goal for the next three to five years? 
Because that one year turnaround is looking great for you, my man. Yeah, one year turnaround. Salute to you. Crazy. Thank you. I mean, you know, realistically, I feel like the the three to five, like when you make your goals so far spread out, I like to make them a little tighter because things change so fast. You know what I'm saying? Something that mattered to me today may not even hold the same precedence in three to five years. So, you know, I start to look at it a little closer and I just be, you know what I'm saying? I want to do what I want to do and I want to do it quick. Because the world is the world is fast now. Everything can happen faster. If I yes, seem long in this fast world. Yeah, yeah. I just feel, I think I was just focused on doing more live shows. I would like to just focus on doing more shows, broadening the awareness. You know what I'm saying? Because that take time. It could take three to five years. It could take three weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I think that just you know broadening the fan base, pushing the story out there. You know what I'm saying? Getting more people. You know. Uh, up to date on what we doing and when, what the story is like that would be my focus and just obviously continuing making more music but that's pretty much it you got any um thing coming out that you want to tell them about to look for yeah man uh, baggage claim just came out man make sure you go get that it's on all platforms man it's crazy that's the latest one Y'all was saying that y'all wanted more club songs. I like, think y'all that get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, I'm going, I don't know where we're going with that, man. But yeah, Baggage Claim just dropped on Friday, man. You could go get that. And then the concert is going to be on March 4th down at Pearl Street Warehouse, man. Y'all go get a ticket, spikenew.com. Come on, let us, man. It's going to be a real good, it's going to be a real nice vibe. The concert is nice, man. Like, really, real music. If you like real music, I think y'all should come check it out. Yeah, we're top five. We're going to have a girl that sing named Makaya. So that's what we got going on March 4th. And that's just, that's pretty much it. All right. Damn. Man, appreciate you coming out, man. Go and tell me you fall there before we wrap it up. Man. I ain't even say it. I'm sorry. No, nah, go ahead. I know I, nobody usually do. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to answer it. I'm just like, yeah, nah, man, what did he say? I know. I talk fast, bro. Um, Go ahead and tell them where to follow you up one more time. Oh, yes. On all platforms, Spike underscore new. And then the website is spikenew.com. Man, make sure y'all check everything got going on, man. I'm telling y'all. He's coming up. He's doing it. Been doing it. And if you ain't following it, you gonna look back and be like, you ain't follow, you better step it up. You know what I mean? It's your boy Slide Got No Lie. Shampoo, aka Big Shampoo. And it's Unpleasant Thoughts Podcast. Appreciate you coming through, my man. Appreciate y'all coming back.